Robert Starr here. I'm just driving home from yet another incessant day um, in COVID-19 in pharmacy. Um, thought we could chat for a few minutes and I can share some of the experiences that uh, I've come across. And uh, I've come across three themes that I would love to share with you um, that helped me and my team to no end in the last five to six days of just incessant pressure and I guess ultimately just an unprecedented level of pharmacy care that we've been called upon to provide for our community and um, I think it's important at this point in time and I've been great, greatly appreciative of the thoughts that many pharmacists have shared with me uh, indirectly I must say through the pharmacy Facebook groups that I'm part of and um, I thought I'd do my bit and share some of the best experiences and learnings that I've taken from the last five or six days and um, hopefully they'll help you in your practice, um, whatever level that may be, whether that be pharmacist, owner or manager. So I guess what we've seen um, in this unprecedented time is just it makes us focus so much on what's important to us and it's so important we don't get sidetracked by side issues and we give the attention and importance to every patient that they deserve and so the first theme that I wanted to kind of tease out and um, talk about with you tonight is one that we've spoken about for a long time in our practice but we, we call it putting the patient at the centre of everything that we do and in this case putting our community at the centre of everything we do and every decision that we make to work out how we're going to manage through COVID-19. And one of the biggest things that have come to us has been a source of frustration from external media forces, the Chief Health Officer telling patients to go and get 60 days supply of medicine and then, I must say, abruptly retracting it after it was pointed out to them. Unfortunately, that's meant that a lot of patients are presenting to us asking for 60, 90, 120 days of medicines. And the way we've explained this to our patients is, and it's much the same as our wholesalers explain this to us, is that we carry four to six weeks of stock for you. We look after a lot of patients' medications regularly. And these patients, the ones that you would see in your pharmacy, the ones that you keep on file, the ones you have conversations with every single week, every fortnight, every month, they're your decisions around what stock your pharmacy keeps is based on what their health requires of you. Now, if you decide to give two or three months to a patient it means one or two patients are going to start to miss out on medicines down the track. It's, it may be difficult for manufacturing to keep up with that level of demand. And so as we've explained it, if we sensibly, and we're taking advice every single day from wholesalers, manufacturers, peak organisations, if we maintain your medicines on a monthly basis for you, we keep track of when their medicines are going to run out and proactively organise that with them, we will keep you on track and we believe that the medicines supply will be able to be maintained if we do that. And it gives our community the best possible chance of equitable access to medicines. And that brings us to my second point, which is it's not what you say, it's how you say it. 
there's many important bits of information that we need to convey to our patients about slowing the spread of COVID-19 down. There's so many things that we need to communicate around appropriate stockpiling of medicines or lack thereof for that matter. And it's important, more important than what we say, but how we say it, because we need to, at this time, when there's so much uncertainty, such a high level of anxiety in our community, to be able to be empathetic. It doesn't matter how much pressure is coming at you, how much heat is coming at you, you need to absorb it and you need to give back what you would love to see come to you. You need to emulate what you want to come back to you, which is a level-headed conversation which makes sense to both you and your patients in front of you. Do not fight fire with fire. It will not work well for you and your practice. So important, and it's the thing that we've spoken about the most amongst our pharmacist team over the last five or six days is how we've been able to communicate. Because if we're able to communicate with empathy and with understanding of the uncertainty that's going on and that we're doing our best to live through it and to get through it all together as a community, then we have far greater chance of creating a good patient outcome. It's just not gonna happen if we get into heated battles and it's so important that we do that in everything we do. The way we answer the phone, the information that we provide through social media, so important that you keep that in mind. And the third point is be the change that you want to see and be agile so important that on a day-to-day -day basis as the information changes, the goalposts change. At this point in time in Victoria, we could have schools being cancelled and kids being sent home. I've got two young kids myself and we're going to have to have a situation where my wife and I are going to have to turn our office in the pharmacy into a school for a period of time. These are conversations that all are going to affect all of our patients in whatever jobs and and paths they've taken themselves. And it's important, you know, just like that, that we're able to be agile. So certain measures of stock are unavailable. Constantly be researching what other stock is in alternative or other supplies that are available so you can give your patients the greatest number of options when you're able to convey what's going on to them in terms of their medicine availability and really what's happening out there. Read as much as you can, try to focus on trusted sources and let the people that are out there fighting for us in our profession give us the information and be able to convey it in a way that it makes sense not only to you but also to your patients. And that can also come down to probably one of the most important conversations we've had as a team is what will we do if the spread has gone so far that we need to close our doors. We'll continue to care for patients, but what does it look like in terms of how we're going to practice as pharmacists behind closed doors? We're quite fortunate that we've got a large car park in front of us and we're exploring ways of having teleconsultations with patients in their cars and being able to come out to them individually and the technology that's involved and how we might go about doing that. These are conversations that we're having amongst our team as I'm sure you are having with your team. And it's so important you have those conversations not only together, but that you continually keep moving through them and move past them. Don't sit on them, don't stew on them, don't look back and say, oh, if only this, you 
can't control what's happened in the past. You can only create the best possible future for you and your pharmacy. And I think we're going to find that this level of pressure that's being put on us right now is going to make us better practitioners, better pharmacists, and better members of our community. And it's only going to ramp up the value that the community pharmacist has in the Australian community, and I'm sure on the global stage as well. I hope you found it useful. It's been great to share it with you. Please reach out in whatever platform you're listening to this and let me know what you thought and any innovations that you've come up with your team and how you think we can best move through and grow and thrive in COVID-19. Bye for now.